Hello everyone, welcome back to Life Transformational Self-Help Production. I am your host, Wilhelmina. I'm going to get this episode started with bringing a shift into the atmosphere of our mindset with the thoughts of gratitude and for receiving God's blessings. In His presence, there is fullness of joy, love, peace, forgiveness, deliverance, and protection. So enter in at your own discretion and let the healing process begin. We'll open with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity that you have given us with opening our eyes and allowing us to be in your presence once again. Forgive us of our sins and restore your love, joy, and peace to all who may be feeling as though all hope is lost. Father God, download in me your will to share with our listeners revelation which points to clear direction so that they would be drawn into a relationship with you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, heal all who may be mentally, physically, emotionally, financially unstable. Father God, in the name of Jesus, open the eyes of the hearts of all of our listeners so that they could see who they are to become and walk in their gift in this year, transitioning over to the next year, 2024. And also to draw closer in relationship with you within the 2024 year and in closer thereafter. Help them to make preparations for a change which would lead to their prosperity as well as move in and out. And hear your directions to stay conscious. Help our listeners to understand that it is according to their faith that the impossible becomes possible. Forgive every one of their sins and pour out your spirit over their household and into their lives, causing the eyes of their hearts to be open and active to the hearing of your voice and in fulfilling your will, preparing and establishing them to wait with great expectations upon having a prosperous greater outcome than what they have perceived in their past. Teach every listener your way of thinking so that everything they say or do will be the manifestations of what your hopes, dreams, and promises are for their lives and part of your will, through your will and not of their own. Cause a shift to happen to in their perceptions of how they have once thought and bring it into a reality of prosperity through guiding them into living every day in the now, because it is in the now that you are moving, not before and not after, because each of those makes it where we're out of alignment. Father God, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Before we start our episode, I would like to acknowledge that the music in the background, I have no rights to it. It is on a radio station, um, Boss Radio Station, which can be, um, you go to their website and you download it. Um, you download, um, you actually download um, the app from that website and you'll be able to have that radio station, which is 24 hours, which um, is a blessing and it actually really um, will help you with your, with your, um, your Christian lifestyle walk and not just that um plus um with worship praise and 
and even old school gospel and it's a variety of gospel music and, and a variety of Christian music, different types of music, even um other country music, um Christian music on there. So it would be nice to have it. And um it's something you can listen to all night, you know, um to be able to sleep with. Okay, so I'm only using that as a background filter because of all the noises around here. And to make sure that your listening experience is really good and it's clear enough for you to uh, not be distracted by anything other than what um, is being brought to you, be it placed before you that God is speaking to you so you can hear the voice of God and drown out um, the microphone of the soul, um, any voices that is at the, your microphone, your soul. So today's episode is titled, Could It Be That Your Sin Cycle Is Bedazzled? I don't know if you know what bedazzled means, but you probably have a better understanding once I tell you the story about um, my my youngest children, what we used to watch. There is a movie that my youngest children and I, we loved watching so much when they were in their childhood ages. And in it, it shows us exactly how the devil strategizes. Not thinking very much about these strategies and um, being entertained by it at that time. It's just something that I was just watching for entertainment. So I decided today to watch this movie on Christmas evening. Not for entertainment, but to study the strategies for equipping myself with identifying every scheme, trickery, deceiving plan, plot, and lie to give you all some insight on how to overcome the sin cyclones of defeat which seems as though your victory is far from the breaking of day. So we begin with the plot. In the beginning of the movie, the enemy is already has labels going across the screen. They're negative labeling of every soul according to his perception. So Elliot is one of the characters. And Elliot, who has an identity crisis, along with being desperate for love and affection. So he's prone to, to seek out anything that um, would help um, soothe his desperation. So there is a woman who he sees in the bar. The, the woman, she actually works with him. And he's interested in her. More like he's lovesick over her because he's been liking her for quite a while and haven't had a chance to really speak to her. And as he's ready to ask her for a date, <laughs> she quickly disappears and he begins to speak a prayer that he would give anything to have this woman. Soon after, he encounters a beautiful woman 
who seems to be interested in him, but not because it's a deceptive answer to his prayer. Although she introduces herself as the devil and presents him with her card, which has the name devil on it, he still doesn't believe it because she doesn't look how he has perceived how the devil looks in his past. So he's thinking that the devil has two horns and everything, but that, you know, those are just things that people make up. So she, which I'm going to be naming, her name is She-Devil. She-Devil shows her true self by shift-shaping into the character of who she is. She-Devil. She's the devil. Then he believes, and then there is a thick contract that drops out of the air into Elliot's lap. As he reads it, he finds that it is for him to sign over his soul. She tells him, souls aren't used for anything, so why do you need one? This is what she's asking him. Then she answers five wishes for one little soul. So she says, you get five little wishes for one soul. First, it offer next to make him forget about how important his soul is, she projects a visualization of him and the woman he is so desired to spend his life with. He become the deal breaker. Next thing you know, he was signing away his soul because he believed the deceptive lie proposed. Give it a remote. This is where the cycle began with the click of a button. He wanted to be married to Allison. He wanted to be rich and very powerful. Guess where that got him? As a powerful, Spanish-speaking, wealthy drug cartel, his wife is cheated on him, but then his life is in danger and he's running for his life. He barely escapes death by the click of a button. The devil could only offer that which seems to be his, but really is what isn't his. Just as we can see in Matthew chapter 4, verses 3 through 4, the devil offered Jesus his own. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Elliot is lured into another snare by the she-devil and wishes to be with Allison again. But this time, they end up in her room. She-devil took him there. Now, he wishes to be a sensitive man in the world, and he wants her to love him because of what is read out of Alice's diary. He's been set up on a beach with Allison where he is very emotional when he sees the sunset. Allison's still unimpressed because he's become annoying. His co-workers aren't friendly with him anymore. He's bullied by them and Allison leaves him to have fun with her co-workers and he is heartbroken. Pushes the button 
to go back to She-Devil. He makes another wish. Want to be big and strong, great body, athletic, rich, and have fans. She gives him skills like Michael Jordan. Super tall, kind of dumb, found it. Allison tries to seduce him with removing his towel to see his goodies, and he finds out the she-devil shortcut him, or shorthanded him, causing Elliot embarrassment. Now he wants to be smarter or articulate and having a bigger jockey. In this next scene, he actually wins Allison over, but as he is carrying her to his room, there is a surprise that awaits him. Finds out that he's gay. <laughs> On his next wish, he realizes that he is Abraham Lincoln, ready for assassination or on his way to the theater. As he's sitting in the theater, the um, uh, the culprit begins to draw the gun, and he calls out and tells him to wait, wait a minute. And as he gets the the uh, remote control in his hand, he pushed the button and barely escapes his assassination. So Elliot returns to work to find She-Devil popped up on his computer screen. So she's communicating with him through the screen, which brings attention to himself. Um, they're arguing back and forth about how many wishes he has left. Then he's actually removed from his job, taken to jail, where he meets a young man who recognizes She-Devil as She-Devil locks him away. Roommate, his roommate, asks him, ask him, what is he there for, buddy? What are you here for, buddy? Elliot responds with, for eternity. And the roommate again asks another question. You must have been a bad kid. And Elliot says, yes, I've sold my soul. And then the roommate asks, how much time? And he responds, I sold my soul. Then his roommate says, that, that's a long time. You um, must must have done some really bad things. So he's talking about he, um, he's, uh, it's an eternity. And it's a really bad deal, if you ask me. Hope you got something good for it. Elliot says, I got nothing and I didn't ask you. The roommate says, it doesn't matter, though, because he can't sell his soul anyway. So Elliot wasn't able to sell, sell his soul. And he said, and then so Elliot um, asked, why do you say that? And then the roommate um, explains to him, it doesn't belong to him, you know, that it doesn't belong to you in the first place. Is something you don't have. And then Elliot um, asks, how do you know? And then the roommate, he's saying to him, he's saying, you didn't know that? And Elliot says, who does it belong to? And the roommate asks, it has, um, responds, it belongs to God. And the devil is trying to confuse him and tell him that it's gig. But in the end, he will see clearly who and what you are, that he will make mistakes to open up 
his heart and mind to God. So Elliot asked, who are you? And the roommate's response is, just a friend. And later, Elliot is released from jail and ends up going to the She-Devil's headquarters to refuse to make his last wish or any more wishes, but ends up hanging onto the clutches of his life, which would be just a drop into hell fire. She-Devil tries to threaten him with a hell scare tactic to force him into ma making his last wish, and he does not wish for himself. Instead, he wishes that Allison has a happy life, which was a selfless wish which broke the contract with the devil. In the end, he actually meets someone who looks like Allison and has a happy ending. All the time, Elliot was trying to be dazzled by his fantasies of him and Allison romanticized together. First of all, he assumed she would be interest, interested in having a relationship with him. Second, what he assumed the devil could give him was under false pretense, and he even believed the lies after the devil introduced herself to him. Third, he was blinded to the fact that the devil was only giving him what looked like it would be appeasing or satisfying to him, but the devil cannot give him what the devil doesn't own. It was all an illusion, just as when she threatened him with the illusion of dropping him into the pit of hell, and she gave a great show. She really did give a great show. Anything that the devil has to offer is not worth losing your soul over. This may be a movie, but it does show how the devil strategizes with his deceptive lies in the Garden of Eden and in this time and age. Although the devil is the prince of the power of the air, he has no power over us unless we give that to him. As you can see from what I've shared with you, details of the movie Bedazzled, he could only offer entice con present to you his deceptive lie although the movie this is what was offered to kill steal and destroy to Elliot but he couldn't see because he was too blinded by being accepted in society trying to obtain things the world's way would keep you bedazzled as well as bamboozled every time. The world has only emptiness to offer and in obedience to God, you have everything to gain. So now we're transitioning over into the final phases of our episode. I would like to invite you to a prayer, confession of faith and repentance of your sin. Could you pray with me? Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. I believe that Jesus died and rose on the third day just for me. I'm asking you to come into my life and direct my path towards your righteousness. My hopes and dreams are in you. You, Father God, are the source and the only source for making my dreams, my hopes, visions, and destiny a reality. It is according to my perceptions of who you are that I may increase in you 
I have my being, and without you, I could do nothing. Father God, I surrender every area of my life to you now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Now that you have prayed this prayer of belief in Jesus, it is only the beginning of what's to be completed. It is necessary that you be water baptized, which is the outward symbol that you have died to your old life and is brought up into the newness of Christ and to receive the Holy Spirit, which is the completion of our sealed promise from Jesus. For by one spirit we are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bound or free and have been all made to drink into one spirit. This is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 13 the holy spirit is our only way of escaping and having liberty freedom and peace of mind for temporarily living in this world today if you are unsure or struggling about which way to go now is the time for you to reflect on what your future would look like because of the choices and decisions you make today this is not a time for turning your back on god because we're in the last days right now and things are getting worse but an opportunity to receive him while he's near looking back makes you not fit for the kingdom and jesus said unto him no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of god this is found in the book of luke chapter 9 verse 62 you may be wondering when it will be the right time to receive the holy spirit now zero to five seconds the moment you decide to listen to this message became your appointed time as you were listening in on this podcast episode choose you today whom you will serve will it be god or man meaning the world will you serve um would you do the will of god that has for your life or will you choose to to be with the world to do the way things the way that the world does and if it seemed evil unto you to serve the lord choose you this day whom you will serve whether the gods which you your father's um, serve that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is found in Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. Reflecting over your life, you may come to a point where it's time for you to rethink and change what you're used to doing. If things haven't turned out to be the way that you've expected or it seems as though your life has become out of control. It means that it is time for you to come out of comfort of fear, doubt, worry, shame, unbelief, and all negativity that you have made a home with. You know that sense of security that you've been holding on to and step out with trusting God 100%. If you choose not to do so, that is one way of you choosing defeat over victory. And you are saying that I'm going to keep one foot in heaven and the other in hell just in case I miss out on my opportunity for God to prosper me. Taking this type of risk could cause you to miss the rapture. This is double-minded thinking. Remember, in James chapter 1, verse 8, it says, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Double-mindedness will cause you to do anything without giving it a thought. That makes you dangerous to not only yourself, but others around you. You are accountable for the choices you make, whether it has been in the past or the present, and you have no one to blame for that choice or decision you make but yourself. 
Don't be deceived by double-minded thinking. This is impossible, so stop allowing the enemy to feed you his lies. Just in case you didn't know, he is the father of lies. Ye are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. This is found in John chapter 8, verse 44. You can't serve God and man. You can't do the will of God and and um, be as the world is. You can't worship two gods at the same time. Loving one God, you'll end up um, hating the other. Adoration of one feeds contempt for the other. You can't worship God and money, both. This is found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. But choose wisely because that day you choose to step back into sin or turn and go the opposite of what God has planned for your life could become the darkest day of your life. And you can be um, you can miss out on um, a lot. It can cost you more than just something physical things, which may seem of importance, but the greatest of them all in eternity in heaven. If you're looking for a true reality, this is what is to come. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. Ecclesiastes um, chapter 12 and verse 7 is where this is found. Your body returns to the earth from which it came, and your spirit will be returned to God and your soul. There will your spirit and soul stand before God waiting for the judgment for what was done in this life. Your spirit makes up who you are, not your physical body. If you grasp onto this concept, you will have an understanding of which direction you should go in this life. Don't wait too long before making a decision because that decision could make your residency permanent in hell, the one place that no one wants to be. Also, remember that your choices define where your destiny lies, and to choose sin is to step out of alignment headed towards death, and it is choosing to die not only physically, mentally, emotionally, but also spiritually. There are two deaths, the physical and spiritual death. With Christ, you only experience one death, and that is spiritual, dying to self. But if you are in opposition of God's will for your life, you will experience dying twice, physically and spiritually, glorifying self, spirit and soul, unresting eternally in hell. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is found in Romans chapter 6, verse 23. If you're finding yourself occasionally or habitually practicing any of these things that I mentioned, which is important because the enemy is using this as a crafty tool to keep people in cycles and not only to keep them in cycles, but to lure them and keep them where he's, he's out for your soul to take the soul. His, your soul doesn't belong to him. It belongs to God. He doesn't own anything. He can't create anything. So he doesn't own anything. So the first one I'm speaking of is sexual immorality. And that is any type of sex outside of marriage. And our next one is adultery, having any type of sexual relations with others outside of your marriage. Your marriage is a covenant or a partnership between you and the one you've decided or chose to be in covenant with. 
plus God honors marriage between a man and woman, which brings me to this next topic, which is uh, um, an abomination. It is not something that is pleasing to God. It is something in opposition. Homosexuality. We love you. We love you, people. We love you, but we have to tell you the truth. So I'm here to make sure that you know the truth and the truth will set you free. Homosexuality falls under sexual immorality. It is having sexual pleasures and sex with someone of the same sex. And if you are practicing and are living under the same roof, sleeping in the same bed, it is a type of shacking up. And so that's the same with um, the first one that I mentioned. And so now we're going to fornication, which is a deadly sexual sin against your own body. And if you are desiring to or have already entered into a marriage with the same sex, it is still shacking up fornication, spiritual adultery, and you're playing house. And if you're living under the same roof and you sleep in the same bed, it is still a type of shacking up. And it is also papers of a signed deal with the devil and his kingdom. So you being married to the same sex is not a legal binding document. It is not something legally binding in God's eyesight. Um, and so another nasty habit is gossip. Talking negatively as well as positively about anyone without their consent. Or shall we say using someone else's information as a conversation starter in order to belittle or bully that person, etc., etc. We can go on and on with this. These are sure signs of demonic spirits riding your back. It's time to break the sin cycle. You know that saying you are what you eat, meaning physically, meditate on the fact that this is not entirely true because you are spirit, soul, and body. So your body is affected by what you eat and isn't all of you. Therefore, your spirit and soul is affected by what you consume on a daily basis, mentally and emotionally. You will become whatever you give your attention to, meaning that whatever you entertain, its spirit will come to live inside of you. And the very God of your peace, the very, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray... God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Like I have mentioned in previous episodes that your body is a temporary housing and that which can't be seen, spirit and soul, and even your words cannot be seen. They go out. It's forever or permanent. So whatever you speak, it goes out and is permanently there. Um, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. This is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. The choices you make today will have a positive or negative outcome on your purpose, and it changes the blueprint of your destiny. For your New Year's, Resolution. This is the last night of 2023. Therefore, make your resolution tonight 
to live for God, live holy, sanctified, purified. And not only that, um, you're going to live righteous. You're going to follow God's plan. That's what the idea is, to follow God's plan, to be prosperous, to be blessed beyond compare in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that over you, that you're going to walk in to your gifts. You're going to walk in your gifts and you're going to serve God with holiness, sanctification, purification, and not only that, righteousness and in truth. So the choices you make today will have a positive and negative outcome on your purpose, and it changes the blueprint of your destiny. For your New Year's resolution, I'm going right back to that. So although we at the last day of this day, Make a declaration to walk in the fullness of God's presence and to renew your mind by receiving a spiritual transplant, changing the heart of who you are now or who you used to be to the spirit and heart of God, of who God is now. That's so important. When I speak of heart, this isn't a physical heart, but spiritual. It is the heart of who you are, which makes you who you are. Your new heart is the connection to being ready for the rapture, and you can't leave earth without it, or you will find yourself in a place unwanted or of uncertainty. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. This is found in John chapter 3, verse 5. So Nicodemus and Jesus is having a conversation because Nicodemus wants to know how he can um, get a, be a part of this kingdom that, that Jesus has. It sounds so beautiful to him. Um, and Jesus just lets him know that he, has, he must be um, born of water and of spirit, meaning he must be water baptized and he must be Holy Spirit filled. That means having God's spirit inside of him. For him to actually be it be um, accepted into God's kingdom, and he asks a question about if he can, how do you be how do you be born again? Do you go into your mother's womb a second time and? Um, we know that that's not something possible. I mean, God could make that possible, but the thing is that that is not that wasn't what His will is. So Jesus reminds him one more time that, um, except a man be born of the Spirit, be born of water and of Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. So that means he has, um, in order for him to have some kind of access, he has to actually. Have, um, be equipped with both of those things and um, so the the thing is you, you prepare to receive your transplant today and stay connected to your true destiny and be prepared to leave and stay um, erect meaning standing firm in your belief being watchful and staying connected to the main source which is God 
And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. This is found in the book of Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. In other words, completing the equation, believing uh, water baptism, receiving Holy Spirit is the compass which continuously keeps us in position for reaching our heaven-bound destination in whom ye all so trusted after that ye heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation in whom also after that ye believed ye were sealed with that holy spirit of promise which is the earnest of our inheritance unto the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. This is found in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 through 14. Jesus is the only connection to eternal life, your new heart, helping you in making the rapture and getting you into heaven. You may be wondering if it really takes all of this to wake up, smiling with great joy and knowing you are free. Yes, it does take 100% of your de dedication in prayer and participation for establishing your mood every day and being in the presence of God. I promise you will not be disappointed. Our connection to God is through prayer and the Holy Spirit. Humans are a spirit house in a body. Yes, the body you are possessing is a temporary housing, which means it is loaned out to you because earth is not your home and it doesn't make us who we are, but transports us from point A to point B. When we choose to live for God, our spirit connects with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit guides or instructs us on how to fulfill the plan that God has for our lives. Receiving the Holy Spirit provides wisdom. It becomes your guide to help in your times of need. It will be a compass for you when you can't see your way. He is your way for being kept your strength and sustainability in times of uncertainty. For those of you who believe in Jesus and are living the Christian life, believing and walking the life does you no service if you're walking around without the Holy Spirit residing in you. Without the Holy Spirit, you are just a vessel without any power and a prey for our adversary, the devil, and his demons. The Holy Spirit is your engagement ring and down payment of God's promise to you. If you are already saved but haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit or haven't gotten an opportunity to know Jesus on a personal level, that's meaning those who have never received Christ before or the Holy Spirit, this invitation is extended to you so that you could experience a spectacular celebration into living beyond what you could ever think, dream, or ask. With God, it is life with without limits. Now that you have some clarity about how the Holy Spirit operates and its connection with us, this is your opportunity to see everything God has predestined for your life. Open up and allow the Holy Spirit to feel, fulfill your lifetime as promised. On your journey to discovering that possibilities could be, become a reality, you may want to ponder upon building a personal relationship with God as we are ending this episode, please adventure over to the YouTube channel and listen to a song titled The Invitation by Nicholas and the Old Apple Tree by Shirley Caesar and the song Cycles by Jonathan Rentals and the song 
No Greater Love by the Mississippi Mass Choir. And also additional song, um, Tomorrow by the Winans. To get a reflection of how it will be when you stand before God and his extended love for you when you decide to return from your backslidden state of mind. And for those that um, who don't know God, um, to become more aware of your sin cycle and freeing yourself of it. And also to, to know the true love you've been searching for to fill that void in your life. No one else could fill it for you but God. We are whole and complete in Him. Also, could you have the heart to share these um, episodes with your friends and family? All you have to do is direct them to the Anchor.fm app, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Breakup Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Overcast, and Google Podcasts, and all platforms that this this um, that this podcast is on. And um, have them to register, download, and to listen. And if you or your um, loved ones or family or um, even um, friends are desiring to um, hear more episodes, please don't hesitate to click on the favorite, follow, and or subscribe buttons located within the app. You will receive notifications, new published episodes. Also, I greatly appreciate each and every one of you, your children, listening and participation into all of my first time and continuous listeners as we are uh, transitioning um, out of 2020, I mean, <laughs> excuse me, 2023, and we are transitioning into uh, 2024, a new year. May your 2024 be sun-kissed, overflowing with the favor of God in your life, wonderfully blessed, prosperous, victorious, and full of God's presence working through you. Love all of you and pray that um, you have a prosperous, have a blessed, I mean a truly, truly blessed um, new year. Walk in your gift. Serve God. There's nothing greater than you serving God. God loves you. Give your life to him. Fully surrender to him. This concludes our episode. Thank you for listening. Your host, Wilhelmina. Have a blessed, prosperous, and productive morning, day, afternoon, evening, night, and a blessed rest. Until then, be Seeing you in the new year, 2024. Gotta celebrate. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. Hey. And be blessed. And receive the blessings of Abraham. Peace out.